Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Let's lock in. This is Unrivaled. Yes! Yes! The teams you live for. The sports you love. With Scott Mitchell and Alex Keurig, presented by G2G Bars on 97.5 B KSL Sports Zone. Hey, everybody. Welcome on in. It's Unrivaled. Happy Thursday to you, Alex Keurig, Scott Mitchell. Scott, you ready for March Madness? Because <laughs> we're in March, baby. I know. It's three, two, two, zero, two, three. Oh, boy. Lots of twos, lots of threes, lots of zeros. Was that a, we used to have a guy, back in my old nightside days, we we had a guy who would hit us up on every date that had a number of, like, significance or even partial significance. Mm. Today would have been one of those days. You know, today is uh, 0302 of 2023, and I'd be like, yeah, great. <laughs> you know, and and you know what? I don't. I'm not one of those guys who buys into the numbers, but because you're a suspicious uh, and superstitious uh, former athlete, There's a lot of symbolism in, oh, in numbers. See, I knew it, and a lot of oh, meaning in numbers. Today's special somehow because it has a couple numbers that look familiar on here. Well, welcome to your second day of March. Thanks for being with us on the program. We got lots to do today. Tons to do. Scott, you feeling good today? Everything? I uh, feel amazing. Except for I got my, uh, I got in a boo boo my truck. Yeah, so Scott got in his first car accident last week. If, yes. if people are tuning in now, Scott is a guy in his fifties. All right, and fifty-five. A guy in his fifty, mid fifties, mid fifties. And you were kind of a, uh, like I don't, I don't know anybody who has gotten to that point in their life where Never who's been, been a, a driver their entire life. And and you, by the way, you're from like a small town. And like, and then you. What's wrong with that? I'm just saying, like everybody gets in a little bit of a ding somewhere, and I feel like you're not telling us the full truth here. No one, you got in a single car crash at some point, didn't you? No. Okay. No, I don't. I don't. I don't get in wrecks. Well, so Scott got a a little fender bender. So I go. They do the evaluation. Mm. You know the estimate today. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, oh, and by the way, it'll be the middle of May before we can actually get to your car. What are you talking about? To even start fixing it. So is it because is it because your bumper it's because, has it's because your bumper has a computer chip in it? And they no, can't get the just, computer chip. It, no, it's just they're just backed up. They're that backed up. Um, okay, so you have. So I was just shocked. So you, are I went you driving in. a Dodge Neon right now for the no, next three months? So, no. What they said is, if you can drive it, drive <laughs> it. 
Otherwise, wow, your insurance will probably run out of like car rental. Well, yeah, in before, like ten days, probably. Yeah, so something like that. Well, uh, I've never heard of that being pushed all the way till May. So that's a bummer because I've seen well, the that's, bumper. That's that's the world how, we live. I've in. I've seen today. how crappy the bumper looks. Yeah, you want me to bring over my sawzall? Nah, there might be that. some things we have to fix. We on. could pull up. We could uh, cut that piece off right yeah. there. All right. Uh, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna kick off the show. Jeremy, you good? Everything okay? All right. You sure, Jeremy? Mm. He shrugged his shoulders. Something you want to share with us? Uh, We did. I didn't know this, but we actually, Salt Lake over the All-Star break became uh, a, actually a piece of its own economy. It created something out of something Charles Barkley had said. Oh. We'll bring that up in a little bit. Oh, yes. And I'll uh, I'll roll that out for you because I didn't know that being a boring A city was going to be so profitable for some people. Cottage industry started here. Yeah, we got but something a really, going on. But a really boring cottage industry. Well, of course. Yeah. Like it's a cottage cheese industry. Like- <laughs> <laughs> is it the small curd or is it the large curd? <laughs> Whichever is more boring for you. <laughs> I can't think of a more boring. I think curd is the most d- disgusting name ever invented. <laughs> Can I get some cheese curd? Oh, cheese curds are the best. I know they're the best, but the sound of curd does not sound enticing. You know what? Cottage cheese is a boring A snack. Oh no! It's I'm there for it though. I love it. I you, there's I'll so totally many admit, things you can put in cottage cheese. Like and, if you're a fruit and a cottage cheese guy, I'm gonna have a oh, problem. Blueberries and cottage oh. cheese. Are you kidding? You know what else is really good in cottage cheese? Pineapple. Oh, oh you're gonna pull like my dad. You know, a good a good pineapple no. is a good. I don't even know if I don't even know if you're worthy of me sharing this with you. <laughs> oh, it's not peaches. It. It's not a fruit. It. Oh, Jello. It's not a fruit. It, there's no <laughs> sugar. Jello is not a fruit either. It, there's no sugar oh, okay. in, in any it? of this. What is it? Tuna. I'd do it. Yeah, Tuna and cottage cheese is really I told good. you that the, the way that it's I got very, fat very as a kid was cottage cheese and Cheez-Its. <laughs> like, that is the most, cottage like. Cottage cheese. That's the most And trashy. Cheez-Its are not why you got no. fat. Okay. <laughs> it was for me. They, it was. I ate pounds of the stuff. What an embarrassment I was. But you I, know what I could go for right now? The cottage cheese cottage and Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its. Yeah, yeah. I All think right. you could just pass on the cottage cheese. <laughs> just go straight to straight the Cheez-Its. Straight to the Cheez-Its. Man, I could do some of those those cheese curds in the middle of Utah too. I do. Every time a... I every time I go down to St. George, gotta stop in Beaver and get myself some cheese curds. Have to <laughs> sit in the big old chair there. Well, I hate that Beaver. place because I got I got taken for a tire in college there. Really? And yeah, I, I to this day I can't go through that to the big chair place in Beaver because I mean that I don't it's know how many times where they come out and they they like wash your windows. Yeah, and, and then they go pump where your are you all headed. Ooh. I don't think I'd make it on that front right tire up there. Really? Like, that, say wherever you're going to go. Yeah, we're actually going to Parowan. You know, 50. I don't think you're going to make it to even a Paragona from here. <laughs> you know, like, I hate those tire ripoff Paragona. guys. <laughs> those, the tire ripoff guys are a real problem. I think the Gepharts, the entire Gephardt family have done uh, full pieces of, of these guys. In, in, the, in Beaver? Not just Beaver. Like the Southern oh. Utah. And you, it is a thing. The guys who rip off people on their drive in central Utah, it's a thing. Sue me for whatever you want, but I got taken for a tire when I was in college because I'm not from Utah. Well, that's on you. I know. I was a real dumb college student because they're like, you're going to Arizona? You're not going to make it. Not on these tires. <laughs> they sold me one tire. You know how embarrassing it was? I sat in the car <laughs> while they put me on the lift. They changed the tire while I sat in my car on the lift. <laughs> I hate those guys. And don't tell me you haven't been hit up on the way out. Yeah, they wash your windows, but they also go, ooh, that front left looking a little rough here. 
I got one just that size in the back. Get out of here. I've never had them do that to me. Jeez. All right. Let's kick off the program in the real way. So talking about uh, cheese, cheese curds. curds and getting ripped off on your tire drive. And tell me somebody else. Please tweet me that you've been at least approached by these guys to rip you off. I know it's a thing. Let's uh, speaking of cottage industries. Let's jump into the program here. We got some awards to give out. Actually, somebody else gave an award out to uh, the Jazz rookie Walker Kessel. Let's jump right in right here. The other question. Undeniable, unrivaled, top sports story of the hour. Here's what made the cut. All right, the cut. And this program is always brought to you by G2G Bars. G2G Bars, uh, all natural ingredients, no preservatives, plenty of protein. Uh, G2G Bars, perfect for anybody who needs that quick, tasty, nutritious boost. Costco, Associated Foods, Maverick, Holiday Oil, and some select rip-off gas stations in central Utah. The only thing you know they're selling that's true there is the, uh, is the G2G Bar, right? I've never it. had a problem there. I know just, because you uh, you are a man. You're a well seasoned veteran of I not guess. getting ripped off. Yes, I just don't. As have, a 21 year old, have that imprint on my forehead. <laughs> as a 21 year old, I was like, really? Gosh, freaking hate those guys. <laughs> uh, also, Trajan Wealth. Call Trajan Wealth today. Your local trusted financial fiduciaries. 801-899-7600. or visit their website trajanwealth.com. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Walker Kessel was named the NBA Western Conference Rookie of the Month. Hey! Hey, everybody! Good job! Hey, we were talking about this the other day, whether or not he was going to be on the all-rookie team. I think that's a no-brainer. And this just kind of uh, just kind of puts it on there. And I was looking at the actual release. Uh, I'm, Walker Kessler is Will Hardy's son, because that's the way he treats him, Right. Like, he's like, I'm proud of this guy, but also I'm coming after him. And he has a specific relationship with him. The seven foot one product of Auburn averaged 11 points, 70% from the field, uh, 11 rebounds, 3.2 blocks in the 30 minutes per contest in the 11 games that he started in February. So, Walker uh, Kessler has been a very pleasant surprise, right? He's and, been, and, he's been, he has overperformed. And, and that's with knowing that he was a really good guy at Auburn and how good his defense was. He's even like that. That whole the Rudy Gobert trade has been an absolute well. I, I gift. hold on to, to that thought for a minute because I, he's been really good for a rookie. Yeah, no, I'm not saying what, he's better what, than Rudy. What, but. No, but what I think uh, will pan out, or what I'm curious about, is not where he is today because I think I think Rudy Gobert was a project, more of a project than maybe a, a Walker Kessler. But he made massive strides in his time 
Now, Walker has a better, you know, movement and ability, and I think he's better at handling the ball. Rudy was a guy that you couldn't bounce past to him. You know, everything had to be up high, and Walker actually, you know, can can receive that bounce pass. He also is a guy that just fundamentally keeps the ball up, you know, really simple things sure. on rebounds. He's actually quite strong rebounding the ball uh, in traffic, but where does he go from here? That that's I, I know it's like – Sounds like, what have you done for me lately? And I'm not trying to sound that way, but he's good for being a rookie, and he's had a like a smashing success of a rookie season so far. Yeah. But what about when he becomes a sophomore? What you know, if he's really going to go somewhere, can he develop into one of the more elite players in the NBA? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what his work ethic is. I don't know what his body will develop into. You know. You look at these seasoned NBA guys, man, and th- their bodies are all just like Greek Adonis. I mean, they are just chiseled and they're strong, and and he's still just a little pup. And and what what does that puppy turn into? I don't know, but uh, that's the thing that I'm I'm interested in with with Kessler is what kind of player does he evolve into from here? And he certainly deserves all that what he's got, but. I think that's what Will Hardy is trying to say to him. You haven't arrived. There's so much more that, you know, don't settle for. Don't be comfortable. Don't be, you know, all right, I made it in the NBA and I had this amazing rookie year. Uh, don't get comfortable. You know, find an edge. And I think that's where, Will, that's the message. you got to keep that edge. you got to be nasty inside. you got to – you have to be so much more if this team – is really going to go places because the, the playoffs, you know, are another deal. I wonder if that might be the blessing or the next phase for Kessler to go. You need to experience the intensity of the playoffs, and that's going to give you a better idea of the kind of player you're going to need to be in the future. Let me look at the – I want to go through some rookie of the month history here. You ready for this? Yes, I always last, like his. Last Utah Jazz man to win Rookie of the Month was Rookie of the Month. I'm going to say Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell in the 2017-2018 season. He uh, won it four times that year. That was his rookie year, right? That was his rookie year. It was also, strangely enough, uh, Ben Simmons' rookie season. Oh, uh, you know, we've had a few. We've had a, a few jokes that have gone along with that. Carl Malone, how many times did he win uh, Rookie of the Month? How many times? Yes. Zero. He won it one time. <sighs> he won it one time. Uh, Trey Burke won it twice. Wow. Rodney Hood won it once. Ooh. So now these are all guys that at one point you were like, I have a lot of uh, high hopes here. Rodney Hood was a guy that we had, you know, comes out of Duke, and we were really excited about this guy. What about a, John Stockton? John Stockton. How many times did he win it? I'm going to say zero. That's your zero times. Yeah. Uh, Stockton was uh, kind of a, a role player. Back up to the fastest of them all, yes. Ricky Green. Your and I remember watching Stockton, and he actually spoke to our junior jazz team because we got we got tickets to to jazz games. You did, uh, so I took my whole junior jazz team. Yeah, you know, man. when I was in high school Absolutely. coaching them, and uh, he spoke to us after the game, and we were like, "Oh man, we don't get a starter; we just get some backup guy named John Stockton. Like we want, we want one of the good players." Can you name? Did you all, hear what I just said? I did. That was funny. <laughs> Was it? Yeah, it was funny. I, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Say it again. Thank Deliver you. it again. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, let me ask you this, though. Of all the guys, 
of all the rookie of the years that the Jazz have won over the over the years, uh-huh. only the Golden Griff was he's the only rookie of the year we've had out of this franchise. Okay, the Jazz have also had Wait, an all, the only rookie of the year, only rookie of the year. Like uh, in Utah Jazz history, so he was the actual NBA rookie of rookie the year. of the year in 1980 81. Okay, okay, Dr. Duncanstein. So, see if you can give me the all rookie first team guys from 1981, from starting from the Griff all the way up. Okay, through and I'll give you another hint. Donovan Mitchell was also on the all rookie team. So oh, well, yeah. from from Daryl Griffith all the way up to Donovan Mitchell, who are the guys who won? Who the are the guys? That were and this on, is only a practice, no, not rookie of the year, but no, maybe sorry, all rookie, rookie team, all rookie team, first team, all okay. rookie first team. So uh, these are your best rookies in Utah Jazz history. In Utah Jazz history, between the Griff, all the way up to Donovan Mitchell. So I'll say Carl Carl Malone. Okay. Um, I don't know why I'm saying this. I'm gonna say Carlos Boozer. Booze, well, Booze was interesting because I think he was—he was actually—he no, wasn't with the Jazz as a rookie. No, he was not. No, no, no. But uh, Boozer was a guy who was on a couple of—he got a couple of players of the month, but not uh, Darren Williams. Darren Williams was a rookie of the uh, yeah, uh, was all, on all rookie, rookie team. team. Yes, I want to say Ostertag. No, absolutely not. But I'm not. I'll going shoot to. that down. Okay, no. good. Good for you. <laughs> I, I, good for I you. I wanted to say it. Uh, so then there's. Uh, Hmm. You're missing one between the mailman and the Golden Griff, and it's a person we hold near and dear to our. Well, I was going to say Mark Eaton, not Mark Eaton. Uh, also, Big T, Big T, Thor Bailey. Look at that, Big T, Thor Bailey. So Daryl Griffith, Big T, Thor Bailey, Carl, Carl Malone, Malone, Darren Williams. We're missing one between the mailman and Darren Williams. Uh, out of uh, out of Russia. Is it Karolinko? It is AK-47. Is it really? Okay, then D-Will. And then I mentioned one of these guys before Donovan Mitchell because he won Rookie of the Month three times. Hood or Burke? Trey Trey Burke. Trey Trey Burke. Burke. He was like a lottery guy. Trey Burke was a ninth pick overall in the draft, yes. But these are guys – now, I will tell you, this is a a warning. This is a warning to you, right? Thurl Bailey – Awesome. Daryl Griffith, awesome. Carl Malone, all-time. Yep. AK was even an, an all-star, yes. right? Darren Williams, an all-star. Yes. Donovan Donovan Mitchell, yes. all-star starter, amazing. Yes. The only one that you'd look in there and go, look at a little bit sideways, is Trey Burke. Yep. It pays to be on the all-rookie first team, and that's where Rock, Walker Kessler's headed. Like, he's he's already got the momentum so to history, be the guy. History uh, is kind to players that make the all rookie, it team. is not insignificant to win the yeah. uh, to be the all. So that that to, that honor is something that uh, more than likely will turn into something. I just, so Gobert was ne- was not on the Gobert. Nope, it wasn't even an all rookie second team. Your all rookie second teamers, D Faves, Derek Favors. Oh, now it falls off pretty yeah. pretty significantly there, right? Derek Favors, but then Paul Millsap who ended up being a ended up being a multi pretty good, pretty good player, multi yeah. uh, time uh, all star. Yeah. And Blue Edwards. Oh, Blue. Uh, Blue Edwards, eighty nine ninety. So, but the Rookie of the Month is a pretty interesting thing because the only Rookies of the Month have been Walker Kessler, Donovan Mitchell, Rodney Hood, Trey Burke, and Carl Malone. So, I think he's already on his way. History is kind to the guys who make the All-Rookie First Team. So, I'm happy for the kid. If you make Player of the Month, you're probably going to be on the team. Yes. Yeah. Uh and, and not only that. How many I, guys are on the all-rookie team? Is it five? I, I would think it would be five on the first five, team. And they do a second team as well, yes. So 
He's going to be on the Who other. Team. What other center that's a rookie would? Really um, yeah. Now you put me on the spot here because I've got all these Jasmine uh, in Sorry. my face, and so now I don't know. Well, Mark Eaton was, however, on the All Defensive First Team a handful of times, and all, of course he was the uh, Defensive Player of the Year. What is now the Hakeem Olajuwon Defensive Player of the Year, by the hmm. way? So, Interesting. Yeah, see, Jeremy perked up. Huh? Yeah. You say right. something about me? You say something about my people? Yes, Hakeem Olajuwon. Didn't or Hakeem, as, uh, like, fast for, like, 40 days every year? Yeah, for uh, Ramadan. I don't know if it was Ramadan. 40 days, but, yeah, Ramadan's it was, a month, it was, isn't it? It was, was it a month? Was it 40? I thought Ramadan's it was 40 a days. Month, isn't it? It's about a month. Yeah. I'm glad we're all religious experts like in this room. Oh, well, I said about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh, there's a, a space listen, of time. Uh, it's, it, but it's also not a, I mean, listen, that's. I have a tremendous respect for that. Yeah, that now it's a, it's a, it's about it's about uh, so this year it goes March twenty second to April twenty first, so it is a month. Hmm. So there you go. All right, uh, Scott, there you go. Uh, you want a fast our, Ramadan? With our me? rookie, you and I probably need it. Uh, aside from like the the spiritual enlightenment that we probably both need, we both better yes. show it'd be better. Yeah, absolutely. Probably focus a little bit more. Uh-huh. Walker Kessler, rookie of the month, and I will tell you right now, this is a guy who's got a tremendous. A tremendous future with this Utah Jazz franchise, and we had no idea six months ago what was gonna, what we were going to be getting from this. You team. know what? Part of I think will help Walker get better in the future when the Jazz start getting um, a, a consistent lineup. You know that they have and they work with a, a lot of the bigs in you know that the pick and roll guys. You know, kind of that type. There, there. You need a confidence and a comfort level on where to pass, when to pass, and and that just takes being able to play consistently, you know, w- with each other on the floor. And and that that's something that I think kind of has been, you know, Connolly was good at it. Jordan Clarkson is kind of figuring it out. Right. Sexton. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to get that consistent, you know, I think will really help him even become more consistent as a player in the future. Uh, I You know, I, th- I think about guys like Walker Kessler and where they could, you know, because you look at, at – it. If you look at the all NBA teams or all rookie teams over the last, uh, uh, just in the last couple of years, let's go back to last year's uh, all rookie team. Okay. Scotty Barnes, Franz Wagner, uh, let me see here, Josh Giddy, Evan Mobley, Jalen Green. These are all guys, Cade Cunningham. These are all guys who people looked at and went, man, these are. The, the, these guys have futures, man. And, and and if you go back and see the all rookie team from some of these other from some of these other years, it's a it's kind of a who's who. If you go through on Wikipedia and just look and see who these guys are who are on the all rookie team, every season, basically starting from last year, ended up being they're 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 basically almost every one of them is an all star. And you know you're talking. Just two years ago, Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton, Sadiq Bay, and Deshaun Tate, these are all guys that are pretty dang good. Maybe not Deshaun Tate, but Deshaun Tate, but there you go. Again, it pays to be on the all-rookie team. Well, I like how you're using data and numbers to kind of illustrate, you know, um, understanding basketball and what's going to happen. Damian Lillard, all-rookie, first team. So, I did a thing, a yeah, little math do? equation earlier in the week when you weren't here. Oh, what was it? Kind of similar. It's like, you know, numbers kind of tell a story is what really what you're saying here. Okay. And I like the story. I like I like that there's a lot of promise for Walker Kessler. But I was looking through some of the statistics for the Jazz, and they're giving up 117 points a game. 
and they're scoring 117.6 game points a game. And you know what their record is? Is that good or? It's like 31 and 32. <laughs> yeah. So it's right around yeah, 500. It's right around 500. So, see, there's a correlation there. Yeah, I got it. I, I put that math together. You know what? Uh, and here's the other thing. They've been kind of not great on the road and kind of not great at home. Yeah. Guess what their record is? Kind of not great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Middle of the old road yeah. there. All right, let's huh. take a break here. Numbers don't lie. I will uh, take us a break here, Scott. When we come back, let's have a little discussion here. I want to bring it up. This is something that uh, – I know will probably be near and dear to your heart because the NFL, actually the players association released a survey of the 1300 players and they've graded their respective teams, different working conditions. Now, when you hear somebody grading a working condition, it sounds like they're in a mine, you know, like in a country that is making kids work or something now, but you got to respect these guys. And some of the places that have graded really, really poorly, you'd expect and so we'll roll out some of the places, and you'll. And what's amazing, some of the ridiculous measures that some of these franchises try to save money with. So come back. More to go around the corner. Stay with us, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.